This episode of WTF Landier Radio Show is not brought to you by the World Economic Forum, WEF, but the members of the World Economic Forum are gathering to bring about the abilities to create a phenomenal world. What is the phenomenal world that we are looking into? Well, join the conference in Davos, Switzerland. Maybe you can get on the guest list of the World Economic Forum. WTF and WEF, not in collaboration, but possibly in the future. The views expressed at WTF Landia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. We're watching closely here at this Chinese fighter jet intercepting the Canadian Armed Forces Aurora plane that we're on board. It's within a few meters of the wing. Welcome. This is your captain speaking. Please return to your seats and buckle your seatbelts. It's about to be a bumpy ride. We're returning now to breaking news we're getting from Iraq. We've been hearing reports of drones and a rocket attack on the Ain al-Assad airbase that hosts U.S. and other international forces in western Iraq. According to the Reuters news agency, multiple blasts were heard inside the base. As we've been saying, Ain al-Assad is located in the western Anbar province. Let's bring in Patty Culhane. She has more for us now from Washington, D.C. Patty, this is obviously a fast-developing story. What more details do we have now? Well, we know that uh, we're waiting to hear from the Pentagon. The briefing was supposed to start. It's just usually a regular briefing about 45 minutes ago, and then pushed it back 15 minutes, pushed it back another half an hour. It should be starting any moment. Of course, we'll hopefully get more information from there. But this is exactly what the U.S. has been concerned about. It has about 2,500 troops in Iraq scattered around the country. Um, Patty, I'm, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Um, timely, the Pentagon press conference has... in. Indeed, now just begun. Let's listen in. No of to any civilians on the ground. Information about these engagements is still being processed. And we cannot say for certain what these missiles and drones were targeting, but they were launched from Yemen, heading north along the Red Sea, potentially towards targets in Israel. Our defensive response was one that we would have taken for any similar threat in the region, where we're able to do so against our interest personnel and our partners. This attack may be ongoing, so if we have more information to share, we will. But again, as the Secretary has made clear, we have the capability to defend our broader interests in the region and to deter regional escalation and broader expansion of the conflict that began with Hamas's attack on Israeli civilians on October 7th. 
The crew of the Kearney did just that, and across the force, we will remain vigilant to any other potential threats. And while I'm on the topic of threats, let me provide an update on the reports of several drone attacks against U.S. facilities in Iraq and Syria. Early yesterday morning, Syria time, October 18th, the Atav garrison in Syria was targeted by two drones. U.S. and coalition forces engaged one drone, destroying it, while the other drone impacted the base, resulting in minor injuries to coalition forces. Also, the same morning in Iraq, early warning systems indicated a possible threat approaching the airbase at al-Assad and base personnel sheltered in place as a protective measure. Though no attack occurred, sadly, a U.S. civilian contractor suffered a cardiac episode while sheltering and passed away shortly thereafter. And our deepest sympathies and condolences are with the loved loved ones of the individual who passed away. And as you know, the day before, on October 17th, U.S. military forces defended against three drones near U.S. and coalition forces in Iraq. In western Iraq, at Al-Assad Air Base, U.S. forces engaged two drones, destroying one and damaging the second resulting in minor injuries to coalition forces. Separately, in northern Iraq, U.S. forces engaged and destroyed a drone near Bashir Air Base, resulting in no injuries or damage. And while I'm not going to forecast any potential response to these attacks, I will say that we will take all necessary actions to defend U.S. and coalition forces against any threat. Any response, should one occur, will come at a time and a manner of our choosing. Secretary Austin continues to actively engage with his counterparts and leaders within the Middle East. Today, he conducted a series of calls, which included discussions with His Highness President Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed of the United Arab Emirates, Amir Sheikh Tamim of Qatar, and Saudi Arabia Minister of Defense Khalid bin Salman al-Saud. Secretary Austin also spoke with Israeli Minister of Defense Yav Gallant just a few moments ago. And during these calls, he reiterated U.S. support for Israel's right to defend itself from terrorist attacks and also underscored the importance of safeguarding innocent civilians, both Palestinian and Israeli. He emphasized again that any country or any group thinking about trying to take advantage of the situation in Israel to try to widen the conflict should think twice and not doubt the resolve of the United States. It is our aim to avoid any regional expansion of Israel's conflict with Hamas, but we stand ready and prepared to protect and defend our partners and our interests, and we will act to do so. Readouts of these calls will be posted. Well, I'm just going to stop right there and say, well, slap me and call me Susan. We're in war, folks. That sounds like an official cry. That actually sounds like it's go time, my friends. I mean, for real. That's what it sounds like. It doesn't sound like it's not go time. If the U.S. is shooting down droids, drones, and or missiles that are headed towards Israel, our coalition and our interest... Or you can just call them your homies, whatever you want to, allies, they used to call it, but they call it coalition and interest. You mess with my money, you get these U.S. hands. Oh, Babylon, oh, Babylon. Settle down. It's sounding loud in my ears. <laughs> coalition and interest is sounding very, <laughs> and I'm not an investment ba- person. <laughs> 
I'm, although I'm leaning into it now. I'm leaning into investments, right? Because right now I'm thinking, you know, I've got kids. I'm getting, you know, a certain age and I need to lean into the investment game, right? Whether it be with real estate, which is almost impossible. Now I got to look over in Saskatoon for that, you know, in order to fit my budget. But or and or I need to uh, invest, right? And so I'm thinking investments, coalitions, interest. That's what that sounds like. It sounds like you're messing with my money, honey. You mess with my time. So that's what it sounds like he's talking about there. Uh, and it sounds fairly, if you ask me, it sounds fairly, fairly serious. And he's working with the Pentagon, right? So he's our Pentagon spokesperson. And I just wonder what kind of husband he is to come home to. He looks old. He looks uh, oldish, not old, but he looks older, like in his 60s. 50s, late 50s, early 60s, and he's tired of it all. Isn't it? He said all the names, Al Assad, Al Hahir. He says all those names right. It's like he practices them. And his wife comes and he comes home to his wife and he goes, Hey, so how was your day, babe? Ugh. Got off the phone, honey, with Al Ashir, and it looks like we're going to have to shoot another weapon down from Yemen if it keeps coming out this way. I don't know, but I'm just, you know, well, okay, honey. Would you like your schnitzel with a beer this night, or would you just like it with water, honey? You sound tired. I'm just trying to think about the conversation that happens in his household. He looks weathered. He looks tired. He looks like he's like, here we go. (sighs) And he's doing his job. (laughs) But here we go, guys. This is interesting. It, it, and I say interesting. You guys know me. Hi, guys. Welcome. First of all, stop. Pause. Er. Welcome to the show, my friends. It's your girl, Char Michelle. And if you're new to the show, well, we dive right in sometimes. Sometimes we, all right. it's just like this. I'll just tell you what it's like. It's like when you have all these intentions of taking a picture of your food, uh, your brunch, and then it looks so good, you just eat it. That's what happened here. <laughs> not that it looked good. It's, nothing looks good these days. Nothing. Absolutely zero looks good. It looks like warish. Everything looks warrior with a side with a dash of nuclear warhead. <laughs> I'm serious. And ain't not a thing comfortable. Not a never, never, not a thing. And if you're new to the show, also know that I laugh on the most uncomfortable things. It's because it's a nervous tick. It's not funny. Anyways, those of you who know, you know. Here. So, it's seeming like if we are giving our muzzles, our mouths into things, and we're saying, look, don't try us or don't try our friends, we're ready for that thing. And so it bought me here. And you know, I thought about, you know, I thought about before I get into this, I thought about like, how do I address this podcast episode? Back in the day, I used to just take the phone, put it up to my lips and just press record and start thinking. And when I think about it, when I listen back to some of the old podcasts, ah, there's so, although the microphone setting wasn't maybe as great the environment, I was just winging it. I was doing it on the porch with all the loud sounds, air, wind, sirens, everything. 
I wasn't taking this thing seriously, but I was. But I wasn't because I didn't know that you had to create this, you know, atmosphere for a podcast broadcast to sound decent. We're still getting there, but it sounds better now. But my cadence, my, 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 my rapport was just so chill. I was like, oh, here we are. Let's talk about it. And I wanted to get back into those days. I didn't think. I didn't overthink. I didn't necessarily have news sitting in front of me. I just I just started thinking about what I looked at that day. And I thought, let me talk about it to my friends, whoever that is. Could have been one person. Could have been 15 million. I didn't know. I just was talking. So now I do. The, it seems like the same thing I do when I'm sweeping up the house. I just talk to myself. So I figured, what? that's the difference. Just putting my uh, my phone there and act like I'm talking to my friends. And here we are, people, almost 400 episodes later. And we're still going. If you haven't dove into the poly- podcast broadcast before this, please do. You just press play, put it on, put it on play next, whatever that's called, and then just listen to them all. Wake up, go to sleep, wake up, go to sleep, and listen to all of the WTF Landia radio show that you can possibly Munch down. But here we are. I'm trying to kind of trying to find an easy approach to talk about these things, but I just have to tell you, I woke up this morning with this good scripture on my face. And it was Jeremiah. I was listening to this uh this um person on YouTube and he was speaking about where the, the, the prophetic end times we are in now. And then I threw open Jeremiah fifty and then I go, oh, oh, I think this is what it, we were talking. This is it. This is it, folks. And I'm going to start off where I saw it because I think he was he was looking at something else. I'm looking at a whole nother thing, but it's like two pages away. But I almost want to talk about mess. I almost want to go ahead and read it, people. And this right here will be when you take your break. Because <laughs> we're going to dive in. We're going to dive into this episode. All right? We'll be right back. <laughs> oh, hold that thought. Welcome to WTF Landia Halftime Show. Press pause and go ahead and grab your favorite snack and your most tasty drink. And we'll meet you back here in just a few. And we're back. I hope that you enjoyed that snack. Uh, Perhaps right now would be a good time to have a cup of tea. I remember back in the old days when I used to have a cup of tea and I used to sip and it would just keep my voice so crispy. Ah, the good old days. But we got to talk about what we got to talk about. And this reason why we paused is because we have Jeremiah chapter 50 to dive into. And Jeremiah was a prophet. Okay. And just keep a couple of things in mind as we dive into this chapter. Babylon Think about USA, Babylonians. Think about Americans, right? Americans, Babylonians, Babylon, 
America. Oh. <laughs> Remember, so in biblical speak, you know, it could be talking about times that were happening then. And it can also be talking about times, which is prophecy that are going to happen to come. And when you're thinking of in Bible terms, when they say chariots of fire or the trampling of this and that, it could be troops, it could be warheads, it could be nukes, it could be missiles. So think of it those ways when we're talking about horses, because they wouldn't have, prophets wouldn't have seen missiles, right, from their vantage point, because they hadn't seen, they don't know what those are. But what they would have seen is like something shooting through the air, like horses on fire or something like that, right? So just keep that, bear in mind. And we're going to read chapter 50, all of it. And then we're going to talk about what I think this means for America. Message about Babylon is amply titled chapter 50. The Lord gave Jeremiah, the prophet, this message concerning Babylon and the land of the Babylonians. This is what the Lord says. Tell the whole world and keep nothing back. Raise a flag to tell everyone that Babylon will fall. Her images and idols will be shattered. Her goods, her gods, Bel and Marduk, will be utterly disgraced. For a nation will attack her from the north and bring such destruction that no one will live there again. Every, everything will be gone. Both people and animals will flee. Okay. That's one to three. Now I'm going to go to chapter 11. Or sorry, verse 11. And it's titled, Babylon's Sure Fall. You can read the whole chapter if you like, but to save us time, I'm going to try to keep to the points that I'm, I'm, I'm being led to here. All right, Babylon's Sure Fall. You rejoice and are glad, you who plundered my chosen people. You frisk about like calf in a metal and neigh like a stallion, but your homeland will be overwhelmed with shame and disgrace. You will become the least of nations. What is the first of nations right now? This is When I say pause, that means I'm going to start a thought. You will become a least of nations right now. And I know that America is sliding down the pole of, of right, higher ranking. But still, America would be considered the strongest nation. But this is what prophecy says. You will become the least of nations, a wilderness, a dry, desolate land. Verse 13. Because the Lord's anger, Babylon will become a desert, de deserted wasteland. All who pass by will be horrified and will gasp at the destruction they see there. Yes, prepare to attack Babylon, all you surrounding nations. Let your archers shoot at her. Spare no arrows, for she has sinned against the Lord. What has Babylon done? pause. What has Babylon done? Could it be the agenda? Could it be what's going being taught in schools? Could it be okaying everything and making everyone feel very confused at what to call people, how to associate what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's evil? Huh. These are questions I have. Babylon, are you there? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
the devil is a liar. There's some chaos happening outside of my window. And I'm listening because there's some gunshots in last <laughs> we are in the city. Yeah, maybe North America's Babylon as well. Actually, North America would probably be considered part of that. But lean in. When you're reading the Bible, you have to ask God to guide you in spirit and in truth. Because a lot of times when you read the Bible, the Holy Spirit will pour into your understanding so that you know more. Okay, so let's talk about it. Yes, prepare to attack Babylon. This is this is verse 14. All you surrounding nations. Now pause. Could this be the BRICS? Brazil, Russia, Iran, China, South Africa, and the more, there's I think about five other nations or more that are bidding to become part of the BRICS. And they were actually going to have a meeting soon to maybe add additional, maybe five or more, which would possibly be the 10 kings that are spoken about in Revelations. But you'll have to dig in there for yourself as well. Holy Spirit, lead me. Tell me, let me understand more. This is what happens when you're starting to read the Bible because it allows you to have a deeper revelation of the world around you. So, could this be the bricks? I'm wondering. Shout war cries against her from every side. Look, she surrenders. Her walls have fallen. It is the Lord's vengeance. So take no, take vengeance on her. Do to her as she has done to others. Take from Babylon all those whose plant crops. Send all the harvesters away. Because of the sword of the enemy, everyone will run away and rush back to their own lands. Wow. Everybody's going to get ghost. They're going to leave America because it's going to be so bad. Everybody's going to be hopping on planes. Well, when you think about it, so this gets my pause. This gets my brain to thinking about why this is happening, what what this could be truly about. And if America's trying to trying to clean out their immigration problem, because that's what they're saying. This is not me speaking, but this is a lot of people when you're reading the news saying, there's an immigration problem. Immigrants are coming from everywhere. Well, if they're trying to clean out that issue and they want to get rid of people and keep it American, which would then be just the indigenous peoples of America, pack it up, Europeans, pack it up, even the African slaves that they bought up, which we wouldn't know where to go. So I guess we would stay in America, many, many African Americans. Also, there's a discussion about Africans being the first people in the Americas as well, right? So the the indigenous people uh, that are from California would have been African and things like that. So we have to study history. Don't just believe what you've been told your whole life. It's ignorant and goofy. And Christopher Columbus did not just leisurely hop on a cruise ship and come over to America and go, oh, look at this. And everybody said, oh, yes, take our land, impregnate our women. Let's have a joyful time. And just let people come over more and more and more. And this is, yeah, call it America and send these brown people packing. That's not what it is, people. Dig into your history and unlearn the history that we've been told. It's been a lie since the beginning. But that's neither here nor there. Shout war cries from against her from every side. Look, she surrenders. Her walls are falling. It's the Lord's vengeance. So take the vengeance on her. Do to her as she's done to others. Take from Babylon all those who plant crops. Send all the harvesters away. Because of the sword of the enemy, everyone will run away and rush back to their own lands. 
hope for God's people, though. The Israelites are like sheep. They have been scattered by lions. For the king of Assyria ate them up. Then the king Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon cracked their bones. Therefore, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies says. The God of Israel says, Now I will punish the king of Babylon in his land. Oh, could this be Joey B? And the people who voted for Joey B? No, it would be everybody, right? This is me looking at the Bible. And thinking, what does it mean for right now, for the times we're living in? And this is just for you to kind of look at it yourself and think about what this means to you. So, now I will punish the king of Babylon and his land, just as I punished the king of Assyria. And I will bring Israel home again to its own land, to feed the fields of Carmel and Bashan, and to be satisfied once more in the hills in the country of Gilead. In those days, says the Lord, no sin will be found in her or Judah, for I will forgive the remnant I preserve the Lord's judgment against Babylon. Now, here we go. Titled, The Lord's Judgment Against Babylon. And this is chapter 50, verse 21. Go up, my warriors, against the land of Merithim and against the Pechad. Pursue and kill, completely destroy them. As I have commanded you, says the Lord, let the battle cry be heard in the land. A shout of great destruction. Babylon, the mightiest hammer in all the earth. America, the mightiest hammer in all the earth. Think about it. Lies broken and shattered. Babylon is desolate amongst the nations. Listen, Babylon, for I have set a trap for you. You are caught, for you fought against the Lord. Pause. I think the Lord is angry. Just like the Lord is angry at Israel, the Lord is angry at Babylon. You can't just take just think about the days of of Sodom and Gomorrah. They was doing all kind of madness, and then God threw the fire and brimstone down from the heavens. He was just like, boom, get rid of this place, boom. It's nothing. It's still nothing. They can they find all the sulfur in the brimstone and fire from head. Like they still can see it on the land. It's still there. Look it up. So it's real. It's actually true. But. Uh, now, this is going to be attack, right? This is just what I'm thinking on Babylon. It says, let the battle cry be heard in the land. A shout of great destruction. Babylon, the mightiest hammer in all the earth, lies broken and shattered. Babylon is desolate among the nations. Listen, Babylon, for I have set a trap for you. You are caught, for you have fought against the Lord. The Lord has opened his armory and bought out the weapons to vent his fury. The terror that falls upon Babylonians will be the work of a sovereign lord of heaven's armies. You've been warned. Pause. I'm just telling y'all. Y'all been warned right here. I'm reading it to you right here. Right here out of scripture. If this happens, we're just saying if this is what's talking, what the Bible is talking about to happen in these days. If America gets attacked, if you think about it, America, if they, if this is what, if this is what I'm reading, it says we attacked by all the nations. Imagine Brazil throwing some bombs over Russia, Iran, China. I think North Korea is in 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 bed with the BRICS, and they decide to attack. That's the best way because everybody's just going to attack America all at once, and you can destroy America. Then you can find new leadership. They can find new nation, the new sovereign, powerful nation. If that's what you know, you got to think like the madman, the masterminds of evil that's happening, or just think about what's happening prophetically. And this is what I'm reading. If they all start to attack, 
USA. USA has no. They've got, they've got no chance. Almost, even if our allies jump in, like this is gonna be bomb after bomb after bomb after bomb, destroying America. Like your allies, they don't, they're not gonna want to get too involved. I mean, they might, but we'll just have to see. But I think that this means that the destruction of America, if this is what biblically we're looking at, prophetic on the prophetic timeline, it's going to happen and it's going to be, well, it'll be bad. All right. So now on to uh, verse 26. Yes, come against her from distant lands. Break up her garneries. Crush her walls and houses into heaps of rubble. Destroy her completely and leave nothing. Destroy her, even even her young bulls. It will be terrible for them to slaughter them all. For Babylon's day of reckoning has come. Listen to the people who have escaped from Babylon as they tell as they tell in Jerusalem how the Lord our God has taken vengeance against those who have destroyed his temple. Send out a call for archers to come to Babylon. Surround the city so that no one can escape. Do to her she has done to others, for she has defiled the Lord of the Holy One of Israel. Her young men will fall in the streets and die. Her soldiers will be killed, says the Lord. Uh, See, I am your enemy, you arrogant people, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Your day of reckoning has arrived. The day when I punish you, a land of ignorance, you will stumble and fall, and no one will raise you up. For I will light a fire in the cities of Babylon that will burn up everything around them. This is what the sovereign, the Lord of Heaven's army says. The people of Israel and Judah have been wronged. Their captors hold them to refuse to let them go. But the one who redeems them is strong. His name is the Lord of Heaven's armies. Now we're going to go to verses 41. Look, a great army is coming from the north, a nation, a great nation and many kings are rising against you from far off lands. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, many kings. They have ar- they are armed with bows and arrows, bows and spears. They are cruel and show no mercy as they hide as they ride forward on horses. They sound like a roaring sea, and they are coming in battle formation, planning to destroy you, Babylon. The king of Babylon has heard reports about the enemy, and he is weak with fright. Pangs of anguish have gripped him like those of a woman in labor. I will come like a lion from the thickets of the Jordan, leaping on the sheep in pasture. I will chase Babylon from its land, and I will appoint the leader of my choice. For who is like me, and who can challenge me? What ruler can oppose my rule, my will? This is God speaking, guys. Woo! Listen to the Lord's plans against Babylon and the land of the Babylonians. Even the little children will be dragged off like sheep, and their homes will be destroyed. The earth will shake with the shout, Babylon has been taken, and its cry for despair will be heard around the world. You have heard it there, folks. That is not a sadistic novel. That is the Bible. That is that is a prophetic description of what I believe is end time prophecy that is happening right before our very eyes. 
And does it sound cute or comfortable? Absolutely not. But does anything that we're looking at sound cute or comfortable? Absolutely not. We've got to look at it, though. And we've got to talk about it, though. As uncute and uncomfortable as it is. Listen, I'm just getting my life in order. And when I get nervous, I start eating pecans and figs in the middle of the night. I'm about to be thicker than a snicker, and I'm trying to walk a Victoria's Secret one way. But I'm nervous, (laughs) y'all. <laughs> trying to be na- I'm trying to make it a healthy snicker, but I'm still I'm nervous. This isn't cute, y'all. This isn't cute. This is what we're looking at though. It's not actually cute with Babylon is about to fall. And what good what better way to have Babylon fall than to to be distracted by five different five to ten different countries throwing missiles and nukes at it. Hmm? We think we've been keeping people, keeping other countries in check with the nuclear weapons that they're building and holding them to only a certain amount. But do we really know what everybody's doing? And if there is an agenda to depopulate, now is the time. Just get everybody fighting and killing and dying and stuff. And then no people war. The, the people, the powers that be can hide in their bunkers, which we already know. They've been stocking up for several years. They've got bunkers down there, and the Bible talks about that. They will hide in caves and in bunkers away from the Lord, but they will not escape the Lord's fury. Pow! Listen, this, people, if you don't hear nothing, hear this. The Lord's will will be done. If you have not decided what side you're on, I would very, very, very much so just like to just urge you to decide. Pick a side. Are you trusting in the science and the government? Are you trusting in your own will? Are you going to trust in God at this point? Because right now, if what I'm reading is speaking of the times that are to come, and these are just a few of the prophecies, there's still more. It is going to be, ooh, it's, and it's leaning, we're leaning into the last bits of the prophecy too. These prophecies are rolling off like labor pangs. Like, you know, labor pangs, ladies, if you you know, haven't had a baby then you know they come one minute after the next, after the next, after the next. So the prophecies will start rolling in one after the other after the other, and there's maybe like 400 still left, I, I think, 400 or so left, give or take. Then, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's speeding up. The time is speeding up. Now, the Bible does say that no one knows the time or the hour that the Lord, that, that the Lord will send his son, only God. But I'm telling you what, boy, does it ever feel near. And I'm just thinking, if Jeremiah chapter 50, read it for yourself, sounds like something that, because we have been looking at prophecies that has taken place over these past couple of episodes, have a listen. And this is not my opinion, this is biblical. I'm trying to stick away from my opinion when it comes to like rationalizing what I'm reading there. I just will share how I feel about it. But my, I'm not going to give you my opinion about like whether I think it's, you know, true true or false or 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 i should say i'm not going to give you a philosophy around it i'm just going to give you what it says and then share with you how i feel about it that's what i'm trying to say right i'm not going to philosophize the bible it's not how it works i'm just going to read it and say god show me more what is it what does this mean give me more discernment so i can understand because sometimes the bible is to be read in spirit and the truth many times oftentimes i think that's what we're supposed to do so, 
wow, folks, it looks like Babylon will fall. And so that's what we're going to name this episode, Babylon is Falling. And if you have not chosen a side, I beg you now, choose Jesus. Later. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise. The WTF Landia Radio Group does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast. And information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement. The third-party materials or, or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.